The message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. And our text will be First Kings chapter 18, verse 21. First Kings chapter 18, verse 21. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. Today, as we continue in our series, we want to talk about the great choice. The great choice. Elijah had asked Ahab to gather Israel unto him, unto Mount Carmel. The king had obeyed. Now the whole nation stood on Mount Carmel, and Elijah said, Why don't you choose? Why are you one leg in, one leg out. Why don't you make up your mind? Choose. The world is ruled by only two principal forces. Light and darkness. Two principal forces, light and darkness. It will interest you to know that the biggest computer of all, whether the smallest or the biggest, operates on only that simple principle, light and darkness. Light on and light off. When you see the computer blinking, it's walking out light, darkness, on, off. In, out. Just two principal forces. God is light. James chapter 1, verse 17. James 1, verse 17. Calls God the Father of lights. John chapter 9, verse 5. John 9, verse 5. Jesus Christ said, I am the light of the world. Satan is darkness. Ephesians 6, 
verse 12. Ephesians 6, verse 12. Call Satan the ruler of darkness. It had been so from the beginning. Genesis chapter 1, from verse 1 to 5. Genesis 1, 1 to 5. The beginning, there was darkness over all the things the God created. God said, let there be light. There was light. And God separated light from darkness. And so today, according to the word of God, every true child of God, every true Christian, it's referred to in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, Ephesians 5, verse 8, as someone who was once darkness, but now is light. If you are truly born again, you are once darkness, now you are light. Now these two forces, light and darkness, have components. Life and death. Life for light. Death for darkness. Blessings and curses. Blessings for light. Curses for darkness. Day and night. Day for light, night for darkness. Joy and sorrow. Joy for light, sorrow for darkness. That's why in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, God said, I'm setting before you two options. Life and death. Blessings and causes. And then he advised you, choose life. That you and your children may live. In Psalm 30 verse 5. Psalm 30 verse 5. Bible says, weeping may endure for a night, joy comes in the morning. Weeping for night, joy for daytime. So you have a choice, and you must make one. It's either you choose light or you choose darkness. It's either you choose God or you choose darkness or you choose the devil. And if you say, no, I am not going to choose either, ah, you have already chosen. If you say I'm neutral, <laughs> 
it means you already belong to darkness, period. There's nobody alive today who has not made a choice. And every choice has a repercussion. It is the choices you made in the past that has made you what you are today. For example, if you're a medical doctor today, it is because you chose to go to medical school yesterday. You were good in physics, chemistry, biology. You could, with those three subjects, choose to become an engineer. If you went to engineering school, you, with those three subjects, oh, you, become, you could become a teacher. Etc. Etc. What you chose yesterday is what is responsible for what you are today. <laughs> when you go through Numbers chapter thirty-two, from verse one to thirty-three, it's a long story. Find time to read it. Numbers 32 from verse 1 to 33. The children of Israel were on their way to the promised land. They got to River Jordan. This side of River Jordan was very pleasant. It has grass all over the place, etc., etc. And some of the tribes came to Moses. God happens to be one of the tribes. And said to Moses, ah, the rest of you can go to the other side of Jordan. Here we stay. There was a little bit of argument here and there, but finally Moses said, all right, you can stay on this side of Jordan. God was one of the two. He stayed on this side of Jordan and ceased to serve God the way he should be served. Very soon they began to rear swine, which God called an abomination to the children of Israel. And demons began to breed, to breed on this side of Jordan like nobody's business. Do you know the man that had a legion of demons? He's a Gadarene, an inhabitant of the land that God chose. When the demons were asking to be sent out, <laughs> there were enough swine for them to go into. A Jew is not even supposed to touch a pig. 
what you choose today will determine what's going to happen to you tomorrow. And you have to make a choice. By the time we go to Mark chapter 5 from verse 2 to 15, Mark 5 from verse 2 to 15, you, you read about the gathering who was a demoniac. Oh, maybe that one might be a bit difficult for you to, to follow in details. What about a very simple one? Genesis chapter 13, from verse 9 to 13. Genesis 13, from verse 9. Who can take it? Who can take it from verse 1 to 13? Beautiful story. The flock of Lot increased. That of Abraham increased. And they, are, they began to have some little problems among their uh, shepherds. And Abraham said to the Lord, don't let us fight. There's plenty of land. Choose. If you choose to go to the west, I go to the east. Etc., etc. And the Bible said, Lord chose. Every place that looks so beautiful, even though they were in the direction of Sodom and Gomorrah, but that's what he chose and left the remainder where there's no field, no, no green grass. Left that to his brother, or his uncle rather. You know the result. By the time you get to Genesis chapter 19 from verse 1 to 26, Genesis 19 from verse 1 to 26, everything that Lord gained he lost in one day, including his wife. What you choose today will determine what you will become tomorrow. And you have to make a choice. Hebrews 11 from verse 24 to 27. Hebrews 11 from verse 24 to 27 said, When the time came for Moses to choose, he chose the side of God. He was doing fine in the house of Pharaoh. Been there for some 40 years. Behaving and living like a prince of Egypt. But when he saw his own people being tormented by an Egyptian, he said, no, I can't take that. Oh, you, you think I'm an Egyptian? No. I'm a Hebrew. You know the rest of the story. Today, because Moses made that choice, he's respected in at least three religions of the world. Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. He made a choice. What's your choice? You know the story of Levi very well. Because you have to choose. And you have to choose today. Levi made a terrible mistake. Genesis 34 from verse 1 to 31. Genesis 34, 1 to 31. Read the story. Beautiful story. 
a young man defiled the sister of Levi, and he joined with uh, another brother to plot revenge that led to the slaughtering of all the men of the other tribe. The father kept it to his chest. On the day when he was about to die, he pronounced a curse on Levi. He said, you will become nothing. You will be scattered in Israel. But then Levi had another opportunity. God gave him a second chance. In Exodus chapter 32, verse 26, Exodus 32, verse 26, when the children of Israel were worshiping idols, Moses cried and said, if you are on the side of the Lord, come over to me. Levi said, ah, this is the opportunity I've been waiting for. And he chose the side of the Lord. When he chose the side of the Lord, God said, in that case, I will overrule the cause of your father. Numbers chapter 3, from verse 11 to 13. Numbers 3, 11 to 13. God said, your father said you'll be scattered. No, I can't do that. You will be my firstborn. I will draw you near. What is your choice? Because you have to choose. There are only two forces. Which one are you choosing? You see, because when we are discussing going higher, I'm confident that the reason you have consistently followed this series is probably because you have already made a choice. You have chosen the mountain rather than the valley. Otherwise, you will not be climbing with me. I mean, we are now on the 23rd week that we have been discussing going higher, Sunday by Sunday by Sunday. The reason you are still interested, the reason you still want to know more about going higher can only be because you have chosen the heights rather than the valley. I believe that that is true. If you have chosen the Lord's side, if you have chosen to go high, then there are bound to be some serious repercussions, some serious implications. You see, because when you are on the hilltop, when you are on the mountaintop, you have tremendous abilities to deal with those who are in the valley below. I've said it before. The people who live in the valley drink from the river that the people on the hilltop had washed in. 
people in the valley, they drink the dirt that the people at the hilltop had deposited in the river because the river flows downhill. In 2 Kings chapter 1, from verse 9 to 12, 2 Kings 1, 9 to 12, Elijah was sitting on the hilltop when some soldiers came to say they have come to arrest him. He called down fire upon them. The one on the hilltop <laughs> can perform miracles. If you have chosen the hilltop, these are some of the implications. I'll just give you one or two of them, and then it will be time to pray. Choosing the hilltop means you are choosing to be part of light. And Matthew 5, verse 14, Matthew 5, verse 14, made it clear. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. You know what that means? Your life can no longer be lived privately. There will be people now watching you as you grow higher. There are certain things you do when you are a baby in Christ that nobody will pay attention to. <laughs> Wait till you become a pastor. And everybody will be watching whether you know it or not, they are watching you. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 20, uh, verse 22. First Thessalonians 5, verse 22 says, You must avoid every appearance of evil. Appearance now, not even evil itself now. Anything that may be slightly connected to evil should not even be seen near you. Ephesians 5 from verse 25 to 27. Ephesians 5 from verse 25 to 27 made it clear Christ is coming back for a bride without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. The higher you go, the more the world will scrutinize you. Everything you do, everything you say, every way you want to demonstrate that Either you are true or you are a hypocrite will be examined by those who are watching you. 
Why? Psalm 24, verse 3 to 5. Psalm 24, verse 3 to 5. Stated certain conditions for those who ascend the hill of the Lord. You want to climb higher? Hmm. You are welcome. But you must be willing to pay the price. Clean hands, pure heart, and of course, <laughs> you have to watch your mouth. We will learn more about that later on in another service. Going higher is expensive. But what is the alternative? You don't want to go higher, and then choose the valley. If you don't want to go higher, there's plenty of room in the valley. You will meet several people like yourself. You can mix with several people like yourself. But to go higher is better. Now, I've given you this illustration before, that when there is a major event, and it's time for entertainment, uh, they will announce, heads of states, Ambassadors and so on and so forth, they will be entertained at such and such a place. Uh, governors, maybe senators and so on and so forth, they will be entertained at such and such a place. Uh, these and these, they will be entertained at such and such a place. And then they say, all others. Say where you are and you'll be served. All others in the stadium. What is your choice? Do you want to be among all others in the valley? Or you want to climb to great heights, whatever it's going to cost? Will you be willing to pay the price? But the journey to the top begins with a very simple step. And that's coming to the one who can lift you up. The journey to the top begins with surrendering your life to the almighty Jesus, who says, I am the light of the world. It's involves saying bye-bye to darkness and crossing over to the side of the light. And if you make that choice today that you want to cross over, everything will become new for you. All things will be gone. All things will become new. But if you refuse to make that choice, it means you have already chosen to stay with darkness. And then, of course, the repercussions of your choice will continue to be with you 
for the rest of your life. And so I'm giving you an opportunity to make that great choice. Elijah said, choose now. Which way do you want to be? You want to stay with darkness or you want to come to light? I'm also saying to you now, choose. Cross over to the side of light and everything will become new. So if you want to give your life to Jesus and you are in a church setting, please run to the altar and the Almighty God will be willing to save your soul. Stop. St stop all association with darkness because in darkness there is sorrow, there are the causes, there are the failure, in light, there will be joy, there will be life, even as God has offered you a choice today. Choose life that you and your seed may live. Let us pray. If you are giving your life to Jesus, cry to him now. Ask him to please save your soul. Ask him to transfer you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his son, the kingdom of light. And those of us who are already sure we are in the light, cry to the almighty God that you prefer to go higher day by day and you prefer mountain top that you don't want to be in the valley below. And I will pray with you even right now. My Father and my God, I want to bless your name. I want to give you all glory and honor for your word. And I want to thank you for all those who are making that big choice today, deciding to leave darkness and to come to light. Father, please remember, remember your promise that whosoever will come unto you, you will no wise cast out. They have come to you now, Father. Please receive them. Save their souls. Let your blood wash away their sins. Bring them out of darkness into your marvelous light. And let them remain there forever. And Lord, I'm praying that from now on, anytime they call on you, you answer them by fire. And as for your children who are already children of light, I pray that you will help them pay the price to go to greater heights. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God. <laughs>